just to think like sometimes all we need is just to use this brain in our head and just think and ask ourselves why just, just a little why am i doing this <laughs> just a little like the world would be a much much better place have you found the differences between um like do you do you socialize more in Canada versus America? Like, have you seen mm -hmm. the cultural differences between each? So, depends. I mean, it's just, just funny. It's just funny. You know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, eh? Well, he's. So the reason uh, I, I mean, I started this personally was just because I wanted to interview uh, experts in health, wellness, uh, social media, and then eventually kind of evolved into like just getting to know people, having them, you know, yeah. get a platform to kind of share what they're good at and uh, just kind of shoot mm -hmm. the shit a little bit. So I don't really have a like a structure or format. I don't follow a script. I don't yeah. prepare questions. I don't do any of that shit. So really, I just wanted to, to kind of get to know you a little bit and give you a platform to you know, share some knowledge and tell your story and all that yeah. jazz. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, thank you for inviting me and for having me. For um, sure. As I said before, I really enjoyed your podcast before. <clears throat> oh, thanks. Um, on my way <laughs> every day on the drive. Um, so I'm Cheyenne, um, born and raised in Iran. Um, I graduated in 2017 as a dentist. Um, congrats. Thanks. Uh, practiced there for four years, uh, during COVID even, even wow. there was a lockdown and everything. Um, but, uh, things happened. Uh, my family, my mom, uh, moved to States, Arizona. I just followed him. Um, and I aged out of the immigration felt it's like different laws. Like when you're above 21, I think you can immigrate oh, really? with your family or things like that yeah. yeah um so then i just didn't want to stay in iran based on the current you know uh, political climate and everything um so i just i was like i'll just go to canada <laughs> um that, that's my best option to be close to family and yeah. um and um you know, to, to start a new life for myself um so I applied for my residency and it was pretty fast and forward with Canada. I just got it in six months and nice. I moved to Vancouver. Um, so that's pretty much it till then. And then nice. it's, that's when my note, like my life in North America started, uh, in 2021, uh, July. Um, so are you, are you still in Canada now? No. Oh, okay. oh, currently, right now, yeah. I am in Canada. I mean, okay. Windsor, Ontario, but okay. um, but I am a student. Like, I am a student at the University of Michigan, so I oh. cross the border every day to school and come back to Canada. That's so wild. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Do Do you have to show like certain? Uh, do you have to show like certain papers or your your passport or anything, or do they just? There's no. I I should always have my password with me. Yeah. Um, my documents with me. And it's like every day, even if I don't, if I forget to bring my MacBook or everything, I don't care. But there are two things I check always every day. Um, my password and my Canadian resident card to come back, to be able to come back. <laughs> That's wicked. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I heard, uh, I mean, Canada is a lot lenient, a lot more lenient rather than than us in America, uh, which is so funny because, you know, we share borders. Um, and Canadians like, hey, yeah. just come on over. Like, they don't care. They just, <laughs> they, they want some company. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how are, how yeah, are you so, liking, uh, how are you liking, so you're a dentist currently? Are you practicing? So that's the thing. Um, in Vancouver, I guess, you know, there are, a, there's a process when you come here as a medical practitioner, you cannot mm-hmm. just start practicing. Um, even if I did my studies in King's College, London, um, yeah. still it was not valid here. Wow. Uh, Yes, oh, it's North America or nowhere. It's like Canada, States, that's it. Yeah. Um, so we can just, you know, jump into practicing. Um, so what happened was that um, we have to do these two-year programs. They call it advanced standing or international dentist programs. And then we will be able to get licensed again and start practicing here. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, but in order to get into this program, that's a lot of work. Like we need to pass lots of exams, um, like a dental board exam, uh, which graduates of dental school here take that exam after they graduate. But we have to take it before doing those programs. Is that just for Canadians or is that like, is it like that in America as well? So that's in America. Okay. And, um, well, Canada has a much more complicated system. And that's why I chose to go through the U.S. system because it was way more practical, mm. way more practical. Um, in Canada, like a couple of my friends are stuck in the process for like four or five years now, and still it's not. And I'm like, okay, guys, this is not gonna work. Whoa! How about yeah. you guys just switch your path to states? Because even if we do it in states, it's valid in Canada as well. It's so weird. <laughs> it's it's crazy how so, governments it's crazy how governments have like quote unquote specific like requirements for all these different things whether it's medical or you know our, our amendments or our rights it's so different in Canada yeah, yeah. than it is in America but like once you if you mm-hmm. were American crossing to Canada you're it's all good if you're a Canadian crossing America it's all it's good all, it's all good. Like no big deal. Like no exactly. Care. It's only when we get like the government involved in things, it's where it gets kind of squirrely. It's just so funny because we're all we're all different naturally, but we're all just humans. We're all just people trying to figure this thing out. And what's fascinating to me when right. I talk to someone like yourself, and I, <clears throat> I've had multiple people on on my show that are either from Europe or you know uh, Italy or you know Australia, mm-hmm. UK, like all these different countries. I've I've had the pleasure of talking with people. And every single person has a different story of whether it's healthcare or their job or their residency, and you just, or like food. Italy is a great example. I have my buddy uh, Amadeo on that yeah. is from Italy, and they just passed, or I think they're getting close to it, where they're going to ban all artificial ingredients in food. So, like if you're, mm-hmm. you know, Nabisco, right? You can't have, you can't sell your food in Italy. Cause it's all artificial, like it's banned. So they're working on banning wow. all synthetic ingredients in Italy, which is amazing. They'll be the first country ever to do it. But it's so funny because then that, that same food that they ban because it's unhealthy, according to their law, you could sell everywhere else. 
So it's the same, we're the same humans consuming that food, or we're the same humans trying to be dentists. Like we're the same, it's, but just because of your zip code, <laughs> hey, Oh my God, don't, don't, <laughs> let's not <start> this out. <laughs> crazy. Like, um, I have, I have been judged based on my place of birth so many times, like, and I oh. have lost positions because of my place of birth. Coming from um, Iran and people are always busting your yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Trust me. Like, it's not, it's not, that's why I'm trying to, like, I'm going through this, like, um, every, I mean, although I love Iran, like I love the culture, I love the people, right? Sure. Uh, it's my home, but, um, it, it's just like the governments and the politics makes it so complicated and presents Iran in like such a horrible way. Right. Um, yeah, like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I am doing like, I'm, I'm just driving every day from Windsor to Michigan instead of being on campus just to maintain my physical presence in Canada so I can become a Canadian citizen and get my Canadian passport and be over with it. Unbelievable. Um, and, and that's yeah. like another, and that's like another funky thing where, you know, we're, <clears throat> we're always talking about, especially in America, we're always talking about there's these political groups. We don't have to talk about politics. I just think it's fascinating, this conversation, because um, it's always politics or religion. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's those two mm -hmm. things. And while I think there's some great benefits to religion, and there's also great benefits to politics, there's there's only been wars started because of those two things. If you boil it down mm -hmm. technically, right? Like the world war two, world war one, like if you break down the big wars, it's either politics, right? Different, uh, ideologies or views <clears throat> of, you know, political beliefs or religious beliefs. Yeah. So mm -hmm. while they're both great and serve benefits to each individual country in their own right, I don't know there. I think there's more cons now. Like, I think we're smart enough to understand that, you know, history has taught us that there's just more cons from politics and religion. And when you really mm -hmm. boil it down and when you, you think about how it's been saturated, I love looking at religion and politics, like the telephone game. You ever play the telephone yeah. game as a kid or heard about it where it's like, it's a group, it's a circle of kids. And you know, one person says, the cheese smells good. They whisper it. The cheese smells good. And then by the they do it to every kid. And by the time it gets to like the 20th kid in the circle, it's like the mouse smells like an asshole. You know, it's like it's this totally different. <laughs> I know, I know. And that to me is kind of like how politics and religion has been. I think when we first in America, and I can only speak for America because I know a little about the history. In 1776, when we... <laughs> We apparently became independent, which <laughs> I don't know if it, it would have been better maybe as us as cavemen and we just kept like that. But in 1786, so we wrote out these quote unquote like good things that we need to practice and we need to instill. Mm -hmm. And you look at like 2023, we're still following those things. They were good in 1776, but it's like it's 2023. Things have changed. It's gotten watered down to where this telephone game has like it is we have saturated this country with so many different ideologies and different beliefs. And now it's like the smorgasbord of, you know, different people feeling different things. And it's affecting the way we 
um, police this this government and, and this country. It's, yeah. it's fascinating, the human culture, how we um, were so, like, uh, stuck in a team, like a tribe, and you can't really get mm-hmm. us out of it. America in particular, I think, where we're, like, so tribal to where we're not really objective with things. And I think it all started with, you know, 1776 and we're, we're free and, you know, protect our rights and freedom to, you know, to, you know, bear arms and freedom of speech and, and all that's great, but we're able to bend the rules a little bit when it comes like freedom of speech. Like if you're familiar with Mm -hmm. this, you can't yell fire in a crowded area. Like that's illegal. You can't do it. But really? Yeah. Okay. You can't do it. You'll literally be, I don't, I don't think there's like, it's like you go to jail for like, you know, a year, <laughs> but I think you get removed from the premises if you yell fire and it's a false alarm. Um, or same thing. Like if you're in a plane, you can't stand up in a plane and just yell down, down. You can't do that. They'll remove you from the plane or they'll yeah. land the plane. Right. But you're speaking. I mean, it's, free, it's, it's not speech. a pleasant thing to say. I know. <laughs> sure. It will make everyone freak out. Right. But I mean, it's freedom of speech. You're infringing on my freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what we've come to, where we've made exceptions for that, which I agree with. But it's funny that if you tell somebody, no, 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 you can't you can't bear arms. You can't have this certain gun. We're like, no, no, no. Back in 1776, they said we're allowed to bear arms. You can't bend that rule. It's like eh, things changed. Like we used to have like mullets and we used to have one gun or excuse me, one bullet yeah. that we would pat. And now guns are a little bit different than back in 1776. So maybe we changed the law mm-hmm. a little bit, but we can't bend on that just like we can't bend on everything else. It's very weird, man. Like, cause we're making all these things up. Like all the things that you're saying, we all made it up. Like in America, we made that up. This rule that you can't, it's, it's all made up. It's funny, like I, I was just thinking like <clears throat> why why never we thought like of all the humans in, on earth like mm-hmm. as, as the same. Like we're one country called Earth. Right. Like we make so many rules and, and things and everything to make our own lives complicated. That's right. Um Yeah. And but you I think, think it's that, because maybe I mean, we're bored? Maybe we're bored. <laughs> I don't know. Like uh that's actually a good question. Why why did these happen? <laughs> Maybe we're bored. And um, it is it is good actually, I think in every profession, we remind ourselves, like just be fair. That's what I always tell myself when I see patients now. Because mm-hmm. um, I see patients from different colors, different backgrounds, different people. But you should be able to treat them fairly as 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 equal, right? Yeah. Right. I they're think patients. it's a good practice to just, yeah, they're yeah. patients, they're yeah. humans. Like, so who cares like what's their skin color or what is their background religion or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's good to just practice your mind just to not be biased towards your patients. Like, I don't know, like even, even, you know, a patient comes to you that's like, um, I don't know, more good looking or more organized. Like, right. and then what will be my approach towards that person as, as a dentist? Like probably 
will I will I, will I talk more to that patient? Will I try to make a better connection? Sure. Uh, you know, with, with with another patient that's just like comes and just you know you will you you don't feel connected to, right. but is it fair for you just uh, not give the same quality of service to the same person? Exactly. Um, yeah. And so I, I easier, think it's a challenge. Yeah, easier said than done, of course. But yeah, you know, yeah. But then you also have to think like, so who's putting all this stuff in our head of um, diversity and and um, and all the negative things that we think about other people and other cultures and other yeah. religions mm-hmm. and other like who's who's putting that in our head? Because when you think about yeah. that, it's really funny. Or not funny, but when you think of it like that, it's really easy to be on team human. You know, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like you and me having this conversation, if we were to grab 10 other people, have this conversation, shoot the shit, there's probably going to be one person that doesn't agree with us. But why is that, though? Because we're the same. Well, it's because in the course of a year or 10 years or our whole lives, we were fed a certain ingredient that made us go in a different mm-hmm. direction. It's influence. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just influence. So either you're influenced by your parents or the media or you're influenced by something exactly. to point a different direction. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just, it's like, uh, I don't know if you're big into like movies. Um, but a while ago I stopped watching horror movies, uh, okay. as, an, as an experiment to myself, because as I was getting older, I don't know what it was. Maybe I was, um, maybe I wasn't getting a lot of sleep combined with staying up late and watching a lot of horror movies before I go to bed. But I was starting to have these very vivid dreams, not really nightmares where it was like, I woke up scared of the dark, but, um, I would have like recurring nightmares of either what I saw or something like it. And I couldn't get any sleep. Then I cut out horror movies and I stopped having nightmares. I haven't had a nightmare since I stopped. Interesting. Not one nightmare. Um, I've had like nightmares of like waking up, like I'm falling and like things like that. But like in terms of like scary nightmares, like, I don't know. I think everyone can have this, um, this vision. Maybe you did have this dream or nightmare or something at some point in your life, but you ever have that one where you wake up and you can't move. Oh God, that's, that's the worst. The like, worst. You want to get out of her and you feel you have no control over anything. Yes. Yeah. Ever since I stopped watching horror, stopped watching horror movies, hasn't had that has not happened once. And I don't know if there's any, okay, that's you good. know, I don't know if there's any relation to that, but I just, that one particular nightmare stands out because I think everyone has had that for some reason. And I think it's because like <clears throat> we are just scared and there's something in the back of our head that, that keeps us like that. So I found that if I eliminate scary things when I'm awake, I don't have these nightmares. Then it will. Yeah. Influence your sleep. Yeah. yeah. So I think we could relate that with a lot of other things to where if your social media is all bad and all negative stuff, mm-hmm. most likely you're going to think the world I think, is bad. I think there was right? there was a nice, nice uh, thing I read somewhere or someone told me that like um, your life or your uh, character will mm-hmm. be you um, a sum of the five people that you hang out most with or you know, Ooh, that's fascinating. Yeah, that's that's very nice, right? So surround yourself that. with people 
that's gonna that have the same thinking as you or that or people that's gonna help you develop yourself or make yourself a better person mm. um so and i i remind myself of that all the time like you have to be very selective of who you hang out with who you who you right. spend your time with because um subconsciously you are being influenced like um totally. they are having an influence on you on your character on your belief your mindset everything so totally. yeah, yeah totally that's totally true yeah i mean it, it's almost like if you're familiar with like mormons um it's a, it's a fascinating religious ideology i guess you would call it i mean i don't, I don't know um yeah not that there's anything wrong with it <clears throat> but if you're familiar with it and i only say this because i saw a tv show yesterday and there was Mormons mm -hmm. in it, and it kind of talked about it, so it reminded me. But imagine, like, putting a Mormon inside a Walmart. Okay. And you do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they're going to be like, I kind of fucking want this TV. You know, like, yeah, so they're yeah, going to forget yeah. about their entire belief system because you're pushing them in that direction. And we, in America, we're so good at it. Because we know if we push <laughs> these little humans in different directions, they're going to buy more things. And then America is going to mm -hmm. continue to profit and make money. So I don't think there's any, yeah. um, there's no good example of like pushing someone in a certain direction. Um, but I also don't think there's anything good if you just keep a person inside a wooden cabin and cut them off from civilization too. Oh yeah. That's, oh that's no, no, no. Well. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, mean, I think, you know. I think everyone should, I mean, and we are all taking influence every day from everything, even right. on Instagram, right? You open it. Mm. I don't know. Last night you were talking about, uh, I don't know, buying a TV or something. And then you wake up, open your Instagram and it's like all ads about TV. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you, you should be smart in choosing. Yeah, like that's where being smart comes in 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 selection. Yeah. But in the end, we are all influenced. Like I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. We are all influenced by different stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's yeah. what we have to come to realize to where we're all we're all different, but we're all the same. And mm -hmm. there, and we one thing I learned, especially now that I have a daughter, one thing I learned is. Um, because we talked about this earlier, where we did make congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, she's. I never oof. get to congratulate you in person. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, she's almost six weeks. That's crazy. Time's flying by so quick. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, and you know, there's, I, I forget who it is. I want to say either it's Joe Rogan or maybe some other comedian, but I, I heard them talk about this before. And when you have a child, it's even more amazing. When you think about, we were all that. Like we were all like, you, it's different when you, when you know somebody or when you see it on TV, but when I see my wife, 102 pounds for eight years, and then she progressively gets bigger in the best way possible and her belly grows. And then you, you see her belly move because this thing that you made is kicking it. And then mm -hmm. I watch it come out of her and then it's a baby girl and then you see her moving and crying and trying to breathe and spitting up this gunk for the first time she's breathing oxygen 
And then she calms down after a couple weeks. And then now she's smiling and laughing at you. And you look at that and you go, she's going to be like my size one day. And then you yeah. start thinking to yourself, wait, hold on. I was her size before. And then you're like, wait a mm-hmm. minute. I was in my mom's belly. I was kicking. And then wait, I didn't exist. In fact, I didn't yeah. exist more than I have existed. Like the earth has been around for millions of years. I've existed more than I've lived. Or excuse me, I haven't existed. No. Yeah, you haven't existed out of way. Yeah. Like that's, so I started (laughs) thinking about this just in the last couple of weeks. And it's like mind blowing when you, when you start thinking, you know, in that perspective, but then you look around and you realize that other people were also babies. Other people were also, yeah. you know, haven't existed. So we've made all this up, is my point, is we all don't yeah. know what to do. Like, you're a dentist. You're learning things. Mm-hmm. But even dentists yeah. don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're learning as they go. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the first doctors ever were prescribing cigarettes to patients. Obviously, we've learned. But before, they were mm-hmm. like, for sure, these cigarettes are going to help with anxiety and depression. Like, you got to smoke these. Doctors are on, like, you know, ads and commercials talking about how cigarettes are good for you and you should smoke them. So it's like we're all <laughs> we're all learning. We're all making shit up as we go. Mm-hmm. So the oh, fact, that, that is very true. Yeah. So the fact that you and I could look at each other and say for sure, no, this is right. No, you need to do this, Tony. This is it's crazy. So no. No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think when th- when when you have a kid in particular it really opens up your perspective a little bit cuz I've been pretty objective m- most of my life, but lately I just look around and I'm like, we don't know anything. You know, it's Oh no. Yeah, yeah, I totally feel you. Um I mean, in in medical field, they they encourage us to be as objective as oh, possible, great. especially when it comes to our I don't know, notes, like Mm -hmm. skip your emotions, your own leaves, just be objective. Like when you're putting notes about your patient or anything, but in the end, um, I think it like you will be influenced in the end. Like maybe you're objective in your notes or whatever, but in practice you are a bit subjective. Um, And that's crazy because we, I was having this discussion with a couple of my, classmates who are also dentists from their countries and like we're in the same program here uh getting licensed soon um so we are being uh graded by different faculties and uh, oh really like um un- un- clinical scenarios or anything you can't believe how different two faculties opinions on the same case can be like uh like um they're graduates of the same school practicing in the same country. And on a same clinical case, there's so many different opinions, although they try to make science objective, medical field objective, but different treatment plans, different scenarios, same like by different people. So yeah. um, In the end, it's really uh, is the brain and how you interpret. Yeah, because that's also scary too, right? Like as uh, not necessarily um, 
so much in your profession, I don't think anyway, but you know, like if, if I was to have a heart attack, let's say, um, mm-hmm. and there was one doctor <laughs> from one country that believes one thing and then another doctor from another country, but you could have two vastly different results based oh, off. Oh, yes. Right. Like based off even just from what the they same think. country, Tony, even from the same country, like mm-hmm. same institution. Two different doctors for your heart, they can totally take a different approach. It's crazy. And it's it's so, scary because like the more if, you if, go <laughs> into it, the worse. Yeah, because yeah, like <laughs> imagine, imagine because you can't like if something was to happen to you, especially nowadays. Oh my god. Especially now, you can't if you know you have like I had a big I had a big lung surgery um about a year and a half yeah. ago. And I had a tumor that was uh, found in my lung. Thank goodness it was benign, um, but it was just a long procedure. And I'm I'm thinking yeah. about this because imagine if I went into it and I'm like, hey, listen, my doctor needs to have X Y Z. <laughs> needs to <laughs> he needs to look like this. Needs to act like this. Needs to talk like this. Needs to be from this school. They'd be like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. What are you doing? But yeah. that's kind of like, you know, true though. Depending on what it is, depending on where they went to school and depending on what they look like. And in fact, I even read this article that um, says if you actually have a female surgeon, you're more likely to have zero cases in um, accidents or wrong procedures done or issues with the procedure than if you were to have a male. So statistically, males make more mistakes in surgery. Mm-hmm. Now that could mm-hmm. be because there's historically there's more male surgeons because for quite some time we were dickheads to women. Yeah. Um, so that could be it too. But it's just funny to think that technically you'd be better off statistically. You'd be better off having a female surgeon than a male surgeon. Yeah. Statistically, you'll have yeah. less issue. So that's like fuck. <laughs> I I kind of like have have to this conclusion as well the the women like their attention to details mm. even in medical practice is way yeah. way higher like um than guys i mean there are exceptions of course but of course. um in general yeah. what i see women pay more attention to detail um yeah but you know in the end it's not like i don't want to like talk bad about my profession um like um I know that different, you know, practitioners can take different approaches. Of course. Some of the basics are the same. Mm. And I think that those basics are fundamental to the, um, to the uh, science and medical, you know, approaches. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, like if you come and have a high blood pressure, someone's going to tell you, oh, you're good. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one's yeah. gonna say, "Oh, you're healthy. Go back home." You're yeah, good. exactly. That's yeah, true. everyone agrees on that. You need to do something about it. But you know, I might, I might suggest, hey, like, based on what I experienced or what I read, like, it's good for you to take, I don't know, drug A to, yeah. you know, have it under control. But I don't know, Doctor B would, you know, suggest, no, I think if you take drugs the another drug it will it will act better it's and it all because um there is not sometimes accurate data mm. 
available yet. You know, like mm-hmm. different uh, things that happen in the science, and they'll they're like, oh, we found new evidence that the thing that we were doing in the past years is wrong. So now we're changing our approach. Right. Because um, there's been the studies and really medical matter- research behind it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it, that's why, like, I think the new the new approach, and that's why uh, the schools are really emphasizing on it, is to uh, be objective mm. as you can, and also to rely on evidence on making your decisions, rather than you know relying on your own beliefs or experience or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. If there's if there's anything. Uh this world has taught us up to this point in 2023. Um, the fact that aliens are now real, I think it's safe to say we don't know a whole lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah. for us to assume that we know what the fuck is going on with anything, you'd be crazy. You'd be a crazy person to think that because we don't know anything about anything. Like that's why I'm not, um, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm an atheist I would say I'm agnostic than anything. I just, which, mm-hmm. do you know the difference? Agnostic. Um, to some level. So I'll kind of share this because I've talked about it before and maybe people don't know. So agnostic is more of, in a nutshell, an atheist is saying, no, there's no God. Yeah, there's no God. Ag- yeah. Agnostic is saying, I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. Yeah. And I don't know which one yeah. it is. That's, that's, that's what that's saying mm-hmm. pretty much. But I bring that up because, um, I'm just open to it. I'm open-minded to it. I'm not saying there isn't, I'm not saying yeah. there is, but that leads me as, which I was not like this a decade ago, but it, ever since I started this podcast, it's made me more objective. I think talking with a lot of people from different backgrounds and heritages and religions, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. where I'm like, if I was, I'm just throwing this out there, Catholic, Christian, et cetera whatever you believe or whatever my wife believes is irrelevant because that that's not true. What I believe Mm -hmm. is true. That is like religion. And that's very interesting to me how people could be so confident in that. Um, just based off what, like we've talked about, they've been influenced by because things are always changing. Mm -hmm. Like I think we'd all be in a better place. Maybe, I don't know, is if we all believe the same, things that we believe now, but there's, we all need to have maybe in our vocabulary more. So like if I'm, right. So, so if I'm Christian and we're having a conversation about religion and I'm like, you know, God, this God, that Christian, but maybe you could be right. Yeah. That's how the conversation needs to end is like, here's my belief, but maybe, you know, you might be right. And it should be honest and yeah. because I feel like it opens up more of a conversation, but it's also like you don't have to be an idiot or a historian to know that things have changed over the years and we've learned new information. So I think we all need to be mm-hmm. a little open-minded. That's why I bring up the aliens because it's funny that we all made fun of like Scientologists <laughs> before, <laughs> but like what if that's the correct religion? Like, what if yeah. they believe in a, you know, lizard man or whatever the Scientologists believe in? Like, what if that's true? Yeah. <laughs> what if, what if these you know, what Christians I, <laughs> are all idiots? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I was, um, 
it just like the question popped up into my mind and say, uh, what if that's the correct religion? I and I was like, going to ask, like, define, can you define correct? Like, yeah. what is a correct religion? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. And, but I, I say this because I've had conversations with people that are so set on Christianity or Catholicism um, yeah. or even like yeah. politics. That's the worst one. I've lost friends over this, these last couple elections here in America to where they're so, mm -hmm. no matter what side you're on, they're so dedicated to one side that you can't even change their mind. Like not even for a little bit. Um, yeah. cause me, I'm, I fall in the uh, same thing with, uh, um, religion. I'm more independent when it comes to politics. Like if I could vote yeah. independent every year, and there was a chance they would get elected, which I do, but everybody who runs for independent <laughs> never shows up on the ballot, really. Um, but I think if we were all more independent when, on a political side, it'd be even more interesting. Because I, I don't know if you have friends that are either Trump supporters or Biden supporters, but it's so funny because um, I talk shit about both sides. And so when like Trump was president, I'm like, well, his policy here was good, right? Like you're going to get more taxes back. Like he had a really good tax plan, but he's also an idiot. And, you know, he believed in, um, you know, faith and, and uh, church and he doesn't drink and he's got some great qualities and he's a businessman and, you know, he's a, he's just kind of crazy. Sure. But he's also very good at conversations with political leaders and we had mm -hmm. no issues with you know china or russia before <laughs> but yeah. now we do yeah so it's like yeah he whether you hate him or not that's fine but he was good at certain things he was shitty at a lot of things and then when i talk to republicans and they're like bro like what are you doing like, you can't say that they're like what do you mean no it's like it's either trump or nobody i was like what that's crazy to think like, <laughs> hold on. And then I talk about Obama and I'm like, Obama was a great speaker, like the best. And like all Trump supporters are like, no, he wasn't. I'm like, wait, what? Like, are you saying that because you're a Republican? I was like, no, he was. He was mm -hmm. a great speaker, wasn't he? And the Republicans are like, no, he was the worst. And I go, okay, now you're just like part of this tribe. Now you're you're so hardcore Republican that you won't admit that Obama mm -hmm. was a badass. Like, mm -hmm. in fact, yeah, he was being, such a, they, you know, they're being not realistic and just, right. you know, ignoring. Yeah. yeah. Because it's their team, you know, and yeah. the, the greatest example, I don't know if you're into sports, but it's, it's football season. So mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends. Go blue. <laughs> Michigan blue. <laughs> So, yeah, I have a lot of friends that I don't talk to for 16 weeks because, yeah, you know, like if if because I'm a Dolphins fan and like, let's say if they're a Jets fan, okay. I don't talk to them yeah. because we're rivals. But that's mm -hmm. like that's joking. That's kidding, whatever. But we really don't talk to each other because it's always like, you know, talking shit in a fun way. But it's you know, we don't do it. Same thing with politics. If you're like on that side yeah. of the fence, you just don't. You can't talk to people. And it's so silly because if everyone just understood that governments are just out to help themselves and they don't give a shit about us, um, I think we all be in a better place. We got to do what we got to do to work with them and, you know, pay our taxes yeah. and all that shit. But 
it's just so funny how we we literally put those groups, those tribes above like you and me. Some people, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're having yeah, a conversation it's, it's, with somebody, it's it's crazy. I think if everyone uh Tony asked that question like from <laughs> themselves, like why am I doing this? Yeah. Like just to think, just to think. Like sometimes all we need is just to use this brain in our head and just think and ask ourselves, why? Just, just a little. Why am I doing this? <laughs> just a little. Like the world would be a much, much better place. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't we can't solve it all, I guess. We'll try one podcast episode at a time. Oh, no. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but have, no, have I feel you. you. Um, have you found the differences between, um, like, do you, do you socialize more in Canada versus America? Like, have you seen mm-hmm. the cultural differences between each? Um, so depends. I mean, I am, I think opinion is biased for mm. sure because I, I have only lived in Michigan. Um, well, I visited family like a lot in Arizona, but I have not lived in Florida or California or mm. Texas or, you know, right. state, big country, Canada as well. So, but I mean, based on my little experience, um, and I can be wrong, but what I experienced is that um, cultural experience, I, it's just like Canadians are more welcoming. Mm. Um more welcoming yeah i could i could blend in the canadian community uh, faster easier mm. rather than blending into the american community in michigan and that's also again biased because i if someone asks me to find american community mm. i'm like okay what can i <laughs> i can't answer to that yeah <laughs> Because my community is right now dental school. Like right. out of the 24 hours of the day, I'm in dental school for 12 hours. Mm. Um, so that also is not a good, you know, uh, representing population mm. of the whole Michigan community oh, again. Sure. So that makes time, sense. time makes sense but if i if, if i just want to say like i feel it was more easier to blend into canada there but um there are aspects like there are pros and cons mm. to both countries no 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 country is perfect uh, and they are very good in their own ways yeah yeah i think everybody I, I think each country has done good things and bad but also um you know there's every single government and country has had their peak, their rise and their fall. You know, like I even think there's this trend going around about the Roman empire. Have you seen this trend? No, no. We're so weird in America with trends. Um, but you know, these, uh, folks are just making a bunch of videos about the Roman empire. And for some reason it just keeps popping up. Uh, cause the Roman empire at one point was like, you know, it, and then it, it fell, it fell hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. so it's, it's like the trend is like, you know, when is America going to fall? That type of thing. Um, which is kind of a weird conversation to have, but it's, it's true because, you know, it's like all the things we're talking about. It's the community that you're in 
you might thrive in or you might be great in, but you could take that same group of people and put them in a different country and it will be very different. Um, very different. Yeah. Which is fucking bonkers. It's weird to think about just again, like we go back full circle. It's the zip code. It's the zip code you're in. What? Mm -hmm. So weird. So weird. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, that's very true. And a lot of that is like a, you know, you know, coming from Iran, but a lot of that is just, you know, it's the, it's the dice, man. It's like whatever card you're dealt, you know, like you didn't, you didn't Mm -hmm. choose it. You know, would your, would your life, would your life be better or worse if you were born in New York city? I don't know, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. kind of weird to think about that. You have to think to yourself that could it be different? Would it be better? Would it be worse? Like, would it be easier? Would it be harder? Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things to where we, when are we going to get to the point, if at all, where that doesn't matter. And it's even more hypocritical coming from an American because if you watch TV or if you watch TV commercials or if you watch companies spew out this diversity bullshit that they always put out, it's so funny because we are the most diverse and melting pot country in the world, but we are so divided with each other. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy how divided we are because I've been to other places and and not out of the country, but I have friends that, for instance, like over in Italy, where they talk about you could literally walk the streets and not know anybody. Or I'm sure it's like this in Canada too. And everyone's friendly. Yeah. No one gives a shit, you know, who you have sex with or what you look like or your mm-hmm. fucking religious or political belief. No one cares. But if you were to like walk in California with a Trump hat, Bo Row. You know how many milkshakes you would get thrown at your face? Like, oh, it's it's so weird. But in America, we're supposed mm-hmm. to be like this land of the free and home of the brave and all this yeah. bullshit. But it mm-hmm. is just a crazy persona that we put together and sold the rest of the world. And it worked <clears throat> for a while before yeah. social media. But now I think people are starting to, you know, see through the bullshit and be like, these, these Americans I, are a bunch I, of frauds. Well, no, 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 I wouldn't say like that. You know, uh, I know, because, I'm just less involved, uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I agree with you to some point. Like, I feel here uh, in in U.S., people have more strong opinions mm-hmm. towards different things, while, while I think um, it's good to be more balanced. And, you know, again, going back to that question that maybe I'm wrong maybe mm-hmm. this person's right yeah. this is the thing i don't see often here it's 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 like the opinions are pretty strong yeah. um but i like the fact what i really like actually about the in states is that you have the opportunity if you believe in something mm. to make it happen absolutely that's yeah. i think that's what makes states different from canada and from the rest of the world that if you are diligent if you put work into it you can this is the country to make your dream happen yeah and that's what i really appreciate about states um yeah the yeah the american dream is definitely for sure it's the best place to be 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but, it, and I was talking, uh, um, I think it was last episode with, uh, yeah, he's from Germany. Um, this guy, Mario. I think it's episode like 211 or something. Yeah, People, I, I listened to oh, that. I listened yeah. to that. <laughs> such a such a funny motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but we were talking a little bit about this to where, yeah, the American dream is is definitely real. It's a thing. But it's also like one of those other things that was kind of fabricated, in, in my opinion. I can't really speak for it because, again, I'm just um, a privileged white guy that was born in America. So it's easy for me to talk like this. But it's fascinating that, like, my grandfather who came from Italy— and, you know, that whole, his whole heritage and a lot of other people that were immigrants, they built this country to what it is. Um, mm -hmm. And we're very lucky that immigrants came over and made America what it is because it is the best mm -hmm. place for opportunity. Um, and I think when the American dream thing started, it started back in the 50s or the 20s or whenever it was when everyone's walking around and, you know, they're selling fruit outside right just to make a a, a quick mm -hmm. scent and uh cars yeah. were invented and nothing there was no materialistic things for people to worry about they were just trying to get by and give their children a better life than what they had over the pond now yeah i don't know if it's like that and i keep talking about this and i know there's a thousand countries that have it way worse i'm not saying that this isn't the case where america is obviously clearly the better option i just mean like as far as when people come over, um, I think we're in a very rare situation to where if you have the financial ability to have a phone um, yeah. and an education and you're lucky enough to have two parents in the household that are great people, mm -hmm. I think you could be very happy and I think you can have an incredible life. It's just so mm -hmm. hard to not want the American dream because now the American dream is kind of like, I want to make a lot of money so I can have a lot of shit. Like if you yeah. really boil it down, that's kind of what it is because it's mm -hmm. all greed. It's all you want more things. Um, and I just can't wait to the point because, again, I have my daughter now. I don't want to go to a different country now because I don't know if it yeah. would be fair to her. So I'm not blindsided to the fact that America is clearly better for opportunity. But I'm also thinking to myself like, I don't know. I don't know if the food is better here. I don't know if the views are better. No. I the don't food know if, is definitely not better. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if yeah. the people are better. I don't know if um, the air is better. I don't know if the quality of life is... I don't know if she should have a phone. I don't know if she should... But also, too, like having a phone is going to make you money. But it's also like, is that what's mm -hmm. important? You know, like no. what really yeah. is... What really is the reason America is the American dream, right? Like that's what I... I'm intrigued by. I, I was fascinated, you know, by, you know, I experienced Iran, I experienced Canada and I experienced here now. Um, I also like, you know, traveling a lot to Europe, meeting my dentist friends in mm -hmm. Europe. Um, so I see different systems. Um, what I appreciate about the U S system is that it's practical. Mm. It is flexible to some point in my field, yeah. at least what I experienced. Sure. Um, Canada was more like a black or white. There was no gray. There's no wiggle room to You're play around things. Yeah. Yeah. There's no playing around mm. here. It's like they play around it because mm -hmm. not everything will be categorized as black or white. 
Sure. There are there's a gray zone. You need to work on that. Here it's practical. Um, yeah. But but in the end, yeah, the food there in Canada is way better, <laughs> healthier. But um, um, so in the end, it comes to the person and what you want from your life. That's right. What do I want from my life? What does Tony want from his life? Yeah. Um, do I want to, you know, make my dream? Depends. What's your dream again? Mine can be different from yours. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not about the money. I think it's about it about being happy. If you're right. happy in Canada, Canada yeah. can be the best place to live. Canada can be your American dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or anywhere, right? Like. You know, if you're yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Like I was having this conversation with uh, my wife and, you know, we're like, maybe, maybe America is the place where we raise our daughter. Um, but maybe we retire in Europe, you know, like yeah. when, when she's able to kind of make the distinction between, Hey, do you want to live here or there? Like, here's the pros, here's the cons. Yeah. Let's, let's make a decision and let's move there and let's, you know, quote unquote, retire there. Because I've always thought about that too, where, you know, I wouldn't be able to have a career like I do in like Italy, you know, mm-hmm. because they're so, yeah, they're like still living in 1800 over there. Like they don't, they're like content creator, <laughs> podcaster. What the fuck is that? They don't know. Um, but then you also think like there's this great uh, Netflix documentary called, um, oh, damn. It's about the, the, uh, the blue zones in Italy. If you're familiar with blue zones. Yeah. Yeah. And it talks about, you know, there's more people that live over the age of 100 in Italy and in that part of Europe Mm -hmm. than anywhere else in the world. And they think it's because of the food. And this is the blue zone thing that they talk about. And that to me is the most fascinating because it's like, okay, but when you look at the statistics of Americans, we're the fattest. We are on the most drugs. We abuse the most drugs. Um, We are... Yes, the richest, quote unquote, uh, if you average, mm-hmm. you know, each person out. But also, too, we have a government that's kind of running things and, you know, there's a little bit of corruption and just in every government, of course. But then you just kind of boil it down to each human individual. And per capita, we have more people. I think the average person, uh, I'd love to look this up and I'll try to clip this. But I think the average person makes like 32 grand a year. Maybe it's 37 mm-hmm. now. So the average person, but if you look at like the average person like Italy, you know, they might be making 20, 30 grand, but if they can live to a hundred, if the average person lives longer, it's like, I don't know, like what is, so what are we doing? What is more important? (laughs) Cause what are we doing? Right. Cause you and I were working to be happy. We're, you know, we got to pay our mortgage. We got to do this. We got to do that, but we're only going to do that. (laughs) Everyone has the same path if you're lucky. You work until you can anymore, and then you live off, mm-hmm. hopefully, retirement. Like, we're all going to live down that path. It's all going to happen. So, like, that is true. what are we doing? We're, we're kind of working to get to a point where we don't have to work anymore <laughs> so we could live <laughs> longer and not work. But it's like, hold on, wait. So it's, it's weird to think about to me because I, I just struggle with this back and forth. Uh, because I, I working for myself, I talk to a lot of friends that are just miserable with their job and I go, well, why don't you just quit, do something else? 
Well, because yeah. I'll, le- I'll make less money. I go, who, who cares? Well, then I won't be able to do yeah. this or buy this. And I go, okay, but you're only talking about things you want to buy. So just stop buying those things. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, the wife wants this and the house and the car. And I go, but dude, none of that's going to matter when you're 70. Like, what are we talking about? That is true. It's so weird. It's that is true. A, it's a weird. You know, Sometimes I get criticized on the fact that I uh, travel a lot or spend a lot of money as a, as a student I am right now, but I'm like, fuck it. Good for no. you. Like, no. I'm like, I want to go explore the world. I'm, I just turned 30 in May. I'm like, you said 30. But I just stepped into 30. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. Congrats. I thought you were yeah. younger than it, actually. Yeah. You look good for 30. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. Even nice. without the mustache. <laughs> people think i'm like 22 <laughs> but i just went into 30 um and i'm i'm proud of myself because i spent a ton shit of money on traveling but those experiences made me who i am like make yeah. me open-minded made me experience different cultures um i only live maybe i only live once never know yeah. Maybe yeah. I get the chance to come back to life again and do over and over and over. But yeah. Maybe. But maybe it's the only time. I'm in my yeah. 20s, 30s. Like, why do I need to save my money to travel when I'm 70? Yeah. Do you know, yeah. do you get my point? Like, I want to go For experience, sure. explore. What's the point of life? Why are we living? <laughs> no doubt, man. Yeah. I, you know, that was yeah. my biggest regret when I was in my 20s. And uh, that's why me and the wife. I've talked about this numerous times where when our daughter's capable, probably like even when she turns two, our first trip with her is going to be over in Italy just because I have friends over there. But uh, just to yeah. go over there and spend, you know, three, four weeks with her and everyone asked me, they go, well, your daughter's going to be two. She's not going to remember. I go, so? So? It, yeah. won't be the, so. it won't be the last time she's there. It's not going to be the last trip we go to. We're mm-hmm. doing it for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, imagine mm-hmm. if that, God forbid, imagine if we couldn't go on any trips or we couldn't experience the world and you go through your whole life not knowing what France looks like or even Iran, um, you know, even uh, yeah. even Canada, even Australia. I mean, there's, God, the world is mm-hmm. so big, man. We don't know shit about anything, like just what you see on TV. And then when you, when you go to these places, and I know it's fascinating to me because, well, like we went to Grand Canyon just a couple of years ago. Yeah. And when you see that, it's like, what is something to see? Yeah. It's like, what is <laughs> earth? What is space and time? Like you look like yeah. a crazy person when you stare out into this looks like infinity amount of space in between you and, you know, the next cliff area uh, of the Grand Canyon. And you look at you like that is it looks like an oil painting. That is not real. And you're like mm-hmm. touching it like a mm-hmm. weird person. And, you know, it's like, it's just, yeah. it's amazing. And that's just the Grand Canyon. I say just the Grand Canyon, but there is thousands of destinations that a are just lot. as beautiful. There's oh. a lot to the world. Yeah, so there's much. a lot to the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are places I have seen, like, and this is going to be funny, where girls ask guys to marry them. No. Like, it's, it We're- works the other way. Seriously, like, girls go and ask for the guy's hand in marriage. <laughs> Where's this at? Like, I'm, <laughs> that would be somewhere uh, in India. Really? I I do hear India is beautiful. Yeah. 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 But 
the thing is like what I'm saying, different cultures and things like um, yeah. it will it, it will blow your mind. Um, yeah. And it sometimes makes me sad, like to see people like the other day I was talking to this girl and I was introducing myself and she asked me, where do you live? And I was in Canada and she she told me like, oh, so you drive to school for four hours every day. And I was like, no, it's just 40 minutes. And then she was surprised. She was like, oh, Canada's just 40 minutes from here. Oh, no. And I was like, how can you be like, I don't so know, 25 yeah. years living in Michigan and still that Canada's just 40 minutes away? Oh, my God. Like, just next to you like this is not right i feel sad sometimes like this i'm like people travel make your mind open you know <laughs> yeah. well it's even it's even yeah. more funny when uh i i was talking to this <laughs> buddy of mine that we we're just into this russia uh china u.s debate thing we we're getting into and he's yeah. like uh he's like talking so much shit about russia and i was like dude russia's like across the street and he's like no it's not i go bro if you step foot in alaska and look across yeah, the water. Yeah. There's an island that's, there that's yeah. like, I don't know, like 20 miles away or something. And that's Russia. It's like, we're not that yeah. we're not that different. <laughs> it's just water. He's like, that's not true. I was like, look, pull out your phone, dude. Let's look it up. And I was like, how do you not know? Like, you think Russia is this far away, you know, unhabitable place? Bro, it's across the street. Like, it's not that far away. And what's even more funny mm -hmm. is he lives in California. And I'm like, how do you not? No, you're closer to Russia than I am. Bro. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's so weird, man. Just the, um, yeah. and I, this goes back to what we're talking about, kind of the, uh, the theme of this podcast episode, which has been great. Um, it's just the, the area that you live and the tribe that you're in, you're so oblivious yeah. to everything else. You know, like mm -hmm. that poor girl in Michigan that you're talking about, she's probably like, she's having drinks with her friends and her biggest issue that day was like, the hair dye was not working well for her or something crazy. You know, it's like, yeah, there yeah, is more crazy shit and there is more things going on in the world. And we, once you start like open up your mind, educating yourself on things that are going on, it makes all the other problems not seem that big in your life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Like no, even, having that's, a, that's even, having a, even having a kid, I mean, that'll, that'll definitely, uh, Oh, definitely that's, that things. will be a breakthrough. I think for anyone, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah, I and I really congratulate you, Adam. Being a dad, amazing one. I'm thank sure you. you are. Yes. Um, I I personally think it's a lot of responsibility, and it but in the end, it will make you a much, much better person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're I didn't thinking, think... you know, of someone before yourself. You're prioritizing right. someone before yourself, and that's why yeah. it really makes a huge difference. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it's uh, like I didn't think like I love my wife to death, um, but when you're when you do have a baby and he or she is born, the love and the the thoughts that go through my head as a male, I can't speak for the female because I'm sure they're not as physically or logical when it comes to this emotion. They're probably more just emotional with it. Mm -hmm. But when I now that I have a daughter and Again, I love my wife more than anything in the world. But when my daughter was born and I'm starting to like live with my daughter and see her react, if something was to happen, um, 
and I was in a dangerous situation, I would take my wife and I would use her as a baseball bat to beat someone else to save my daughter. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's to the point where like my wife, as much as she is everything to me, yeah, that baby is like, that's more. You don't think that it would be more, but she's more important than anything. Like I would sacrifice my own life to make sure she lives. And I never thought, like I would never, I, this is horrible to say, I just never had that thought, even though I know it's true, that I would have that thought with my wife. Like, of course, if we were going down in a plane and I knew that I could sacrifice my life to save my wife, sure. But I never thought about that. Like, I would totally do it. Yeah. But like, I think about that mm-hmm. all the time with my daughter now, where it's like, if anything happens, she's it. She's the most important thing. And I never thought in my 20s that I would have that um, thought process with another living thing. You know, it's very weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, yeah. Because we're always so selfish, right? Like throughout our whole lives. We are. Yeah. Whether you know it or not, we are. Yeah. (laughs) We all are. Which, again, as you should be, especially when you're in your 20s and 30s, like you should do whatever the fuck you want to do because YOLO. But when you have a kid, it's like things change. It's it's so weird how it just switches. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, it's it's sometimes think like, am I ready to be a dad or whatever? But then I'm like, okay, can I, can I, get over me being selfish and just yeah. not stop thinking about myself. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a battle. <laughs> yeah. You're right, dude. Yeah. The, the answer to your question is no, you're not ready. Don't you're, you're not, ready. you're not going to be ready. No <laughs> one's ever ready. I wasn't ready. Um, but I will say yeah. this, this isn't for everybody, but, uh, I never thought I wanted to have a kid until I did, you know, like my wife, she's always mm-hmm. wanted a child, mm-hmm. but for me, I was like, yeah, eh, I'm indifferent, whatever. And then when she was born, I was like, oh, what have I been doing oh, this God. whole time? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because you do have these little regrets and everything, but then you also kind of think, at least now we are, where like you're traveling a lot, which is great. We didn't get a chance to do a lot of traveling overseas, but we plan to. But now we're just going to have, you know, a little company. That's all. You know, we're not going to, I've met parents that are like, they told us, oh my God, we're not. We haven't been to brunch in months. And I'm like, what? I just went to brunch last weekend. What do you mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But my baby mm-hmm. cries. Okay. So you hang on to her. So? so she cries. Like, what are you worried about what other people yeah. think? Fuck them. Like, you got to live your life. The people that yeah. like don't live lives because they're children, that's a choice. Like, I'm here to tell you on the record, that's bullshit. Yeah. When people say you mm-hmm. don't have a life with a child... You're just, your life's a little bit more chaotic. It's a little bit more stressful, but it's just another thing. It's like, you know, it's like having a car. It's just another payment. It's just makes sense. Yeah. It's like you got to fill up the gas tank. Like it's just another thing you have to do in your life. It's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's just, it's the responsibility of like (laughs) making sure that that thing doesn't die. That's the, that's the stressful part. It <laughs> doesn't like, die. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to keep that thing alive. That's the hard part, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but other than that, it's great though. Yeah. Um, so what, yeah. but, uh, what are the big plans for you? What's the long-term goal for, do you plan to move down Me. here, stay in Michigan? Like what's the goal? <clears throat> so that's, that's really what I think life will bring uh for me in the next year 
Um, I'm going to get my license in the next year and a half, graduating in April 25. Nice. Um, and there are a lot of, lot of options. Like the world is opening right now. If I want to just stay as a general dentist and practice, um, if I want to go for residency, if I want to specialize or not, um, definitely if I stay down here in States, I can make much better money, low, mm-hmm. lower taxes than Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Canada, I can have also a good life, peaceful, yeah. but I will for sure will not have a luxury life as I can in States. But yeah. it really, you know, in the end, comes down to what you want from life. That's right. Um, not rushing myself into it. Like I'll, 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 I'll sit on it and I'll see um, how it goes. But I think that my long-term goal will be that I will specialize probably in pediatric dentistry. Nice. I love working for kids. They give me very good energy. They're very pure. Um, so I think I think I'm down to that road. Um, definitely will be a part-time faculty. Yeah. Um, back in Vancouver, I started teaching when I was doing my master's, mm-hmm. um, and I really, really enjoyed teaching the uh, undergrad students, um, the dental students first year. Um, you know, it's not until when you start doing something when you realize, oh. I'm really good at this where I can make a difference. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think I, I was really successful in making a difference for the students. That's great. So um, yeah, my life goal is practicing and um, just being part-time faculty. And I'll probably end up somewhere down here in States. Cool. But I'm thinking right now. Um, and uh, Tampa, Florida <laughs> is among one of my top choices, man. <laughs> It's a it's a great city, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To start a life and a practice. Austin, Texas is somewhere I'm thinking about. Austin's I heard great many too. good things about Austin. Yeah. yeah. Also North and Virginia. Mm-hmm. And Colorado. Colorado. Colorado, I heard so many good things. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Colorado. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful too. Um yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh like you you talk about children, how they're pure. <laughs> and it's kind of like if you've been to a city or a town that hasn't been tainted, that's like mm-hmm. the best place to go. So like Colorado is one of those, same thing with Austin. It's one of those ones where it doesn't matter your political or religious beliefs. So like if you go in there, you're just, you're, you live in Austin. That's it. There's no like if, ands, yeah. or buts. Same thing with Florida. I mean, you can say what you want about Florida and we got a lot of stereotypes, most of which are true. But you come in here and you know, no one no one cares. It's just you're Floridian. Like no one gives a shit. We're all crazy. Who cares? You know, but you go to like a place like New York City where yeah. you're a New Yorker. You know, you got to move fast. You got to cross the street without looking both ways. You got to talk like this. You got to like eat pizza. You, there's like certain things you have to do or fuck you, you're not a New Yorker. Uh, same thing with LA, yeah. right? Like you got to be a stuck up, broad if you want to live in LA like there's certain stereotypes that are attached to a city but like a place like Colorado it hasn't been tainted it's like beautiful and pure and they care about you know the land and it's still relatively cheap to live out there and no one really talks about it a whole lot because people that live in Colorado don't give a shit about what other people think like it's very 
It hasn't mm-hmm. been tainted by Americans yet. That's the thing, bro. You got to find a place that's not tainted. <laughs> yeah. Because we're very we're very impressionable yeah. and and uh, we can ruin some good things, you know. <laughs> We've done it before. But either oh, well. way, man, hopefully oh, well. you end up hopefully you end up here in the states because it is it is a great place yeah. to live. Aside from our health care, there's a lot of yeah. good things. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, trust me, the healthcare in Canada is not very good either. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's free. How good could it be? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is free, but then you might take like forever just to yeah. get your health done. I don't. I never forget the days in Vancouver where I had to wait twenty four or forty eight hours just to see a doctor for flu. For like, for what? Did you that's say free health. Flu, yeah. Oh, for the flu, for just yeah. a norm like a flu, yeah. Oh, like the fuck, healthcare, dude. Like I, I went to the. For, I was living in Vancouver for two years. I could not secure a family physician for myself. Whoa. There's none. No one would take me. They're all. They're like overloaded, and then that's what happens. Is that every time you need to see a doctor, you will go to urgent care. You will go to hospital emergency. And you take your turn in the morning and they'll be like, oh, we'll probably be able to see you somewhere around 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. So you go to work, you do all of your shit, like, and then maybe around 8 or 9 p.m. someone will be able to see you. So. Yeah, man. Trust me, like, um, nowhere is perfect. I know all Americans are like, oh, hell, Canada. But that's not reality. That's not true. Like, you don't see the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is we're yeah. we're we're tribal. We don't. Yeah. And also too, anything that we don't have, we want. So like, if it was reversed, if mm-hmm. um, if healthcare was free in America, and yeah. you know it was reversed, we would want what Canada wants. That's just how yeah. us Americans are. We're <laughs> just always want what you don't have. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The grass this... is always greener. <laughs> That's right. It's one yeah, of my favorite so. sayings. That's such bullshit because the grass is not greener. I, I've I've been on both <laughs> sides, and no matter what side you're on, it's great where you are, man. Like, it's exactly. just be grateful. There's there's so many other places that don't have even even in Canada or even in Australia. If you take any single country, there's another country or another place that has it worse. Like, you're in Florida mm-hmm. and you're bitching about the heat. Okay, there's people in Chicago that the crime rates are up like crazy and people don't have a place to live. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. even in our own country, there's worse things in the yeah. world than being hot in Florida. Like shut the fuck up. Everyone is complaining yeah. about things. It could be worse. Just enjoy the things like you're, you're kind of have yes. around you. Just enjoy yeah. it, yeah. man. It's, it's all good, man. You know, yeah. but li- <laughs> listen, dude, this has been a cool chat. Um, it, we're um, at, Yeah, Absolutely. We're at like a, an hour and 15 minutes. So this, so this went. Oh, wow. Yeah. Time flies when it's like a time warp in here. That's nice. Yeah. I feel like I could talk with you like forever. <laughs> For <laughs> sure, dude. Here. No, same. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to have to do it again, man. It was, it was cool to get to know you a little bit yeah. and um, I'm sure Absolutely. there's much more to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure talking. 